1: You made a rash decision. Why? I don't know
2: why I did. Why? I, I really can't say why I did You were did sick it, of your kids.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you were sick much. of your kids, and you didn't <laughs> want to contend. Well, and I'm sure they had. I mean, we <laughs> love. I'm sure you all love each other, but it's very hard to live under the yeah. same roof. <laughs>
3: This is the plaintiff, Marie White. She says she rented a room in the defendant's house. And when she arrived, she found out there were some sketchy people living there that she wasn't told about. She knew she didn't feel comfortable there. Now wants the defendant to return the $650 room rental she paid. That's why she's sewing. This is the defendant, David Ortiz. He says the plaintiff saw one of his roommates when she came to the house and changed her mind about moving in. She kept his key for a month. He couldn't rent it out to someone else. And he's not about to take a loss because the plaintiff is indecisive. He's accused of refusing to budge. All parties. Please raise your right hands. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court.
4: The Honorable Judge Marilyn Million, subversiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor.
1: Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, Ms. Wyke, you are suing Mr. Ortiz, your would-be landlord, for $650 of a refund because, according to you, you decided not to move in. Talk to me. How did you find his apartment and why were you moving to his apartment?
2: I recently moved to uh, the Florida area and I was living with my kids, um, but I decided I wanted to get me my own place. So I was looking in Craigslist and I found David Ortiz. Um, When I went and looked at the house, the house looked fine, um, but it was kind of dusty. Um, I did meet a roommate, and I think I kind of made a rash decision. Um, It was on April the 1st, Easter weekend, and I still had not gotten my clothes and stuff from my
1: home in Texas. Okay, so hold so on. So that- you you made a rash decision. Why? Yeah. I don't know why I did. Why
2: I, I really can't say why I. You were did sick, it, of, your it. <laughs> yeah,
1: you were sick of your kids. you were sick of your kids, and you didn't want to contend. Well, and I'm sure they had. I mean, we <laughs> love. I'm sure you all love each other, but it's very hard to live under the yes, same yes. roof. All right, so yeah, and yes, and, yes. and according to you, there were some Thomas Kincaid pictures, and you like yes, Thomas I love Kincaid. The Thomas. I am a Thomas Kincaid fan,
2: and I saw one I felt okay. Um, I knew. So how much did you hand over?
1: You were renting a room, right?
2: Yes, ma'am, $850.
1: Okay, so and um, and of that $850, just to be clear, um, how much of it was rent? $200 was a a non-refundable deposit, and $650 was for rent. All right, so now what happens in April? Do you move in? No, I didn't. I got. I left. To, went to Texas Easter weekend.
2: I came back that Sunday, and as I was moved doing my moving, I was thinking this wouldn't be a good idea. When did you um, decide it wouldn't
1: saying, be a good idea? It was
2: the first, second, third. About the third, the third or the fourth.
1: So, are you are you testifying that two days after handing the money, you changed your mind? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so that t- Monday. Tell and me. Tell me email. just a second. How did you change your mind? Did you talk to him in person? Did you send him a text? Did you send him an email? No, I went by
2: and took him his key back. I, okay. I gave the key to a roommate, but I couldn't catch up with David.
1: OK, catch David. so who did you the give roommate the key to?
2: The roommate that had the room that was right next to the room. Okay, I was
1: the why phone couldn't phone you get in touch with David? Didn't you have a phone number for him?
2: He didn't answer the phone. Okay. And he wasn't there. And so I sent a certified letter. So
1: you send him a certified letter when? A week later. Okay.
2: Because I was, when I took the key back, I, was, I gave him time to contact me.
1: Did you ever it. sign a lease? Did. No, ma'am. Okay. A- Mr. Ortiz, <laughs> let me hear from you. All right.
4: So I actually didn't hear about her not wanting the place for three weeks. And I heard it from my roommate.
1: Okay, are you, can I just people. ask, I'm kind of confused. Are you living in that house? Yes, I am. Oh, so you noticed that she wasn't in there, right? It wasn't like a big surprise. I did.
4: She actually told me that she was going to go to Texas. I think she was selling a house. She'd be back. She said she'd probably be back in the third week of the month. So after, I said, that's fine. I didn't rent the place because she actually rented it. I mean, it, that was the whole idea for her to rent the place. So... As far as I'm concerned that was her place and she had the key. I didn't hear about her not wanting the place literally from her till the third. She Okay, told, but she when did you, you hear?
1: Me. I'm just curious when did you hear the following from month. Hold on. When did you uh, hear from the roommate? Hey, the lady left the key.
4: It was 3 weeks. She said she brought the key. She actually brought he came in and said something to him and he told her to see me. You know, he didn't he's not the person to, to talk to. Right, so but did her. she
1: leave him the key?
4: She left him the key. I from Okay, I and a it the co- and he week. gave
1: you the key. Okay, so he gave you the key the same day, but you're saying that wasn't two days later or seven days later. No. It was three no. weeks later. Okay, and then correct. Uh, sh- you don't hear from her until May 3rd, and what does she tell you on May 3rd?
4: She said she wanted her money back, and I said, no, you're renting the place, so that's fine. You're not going to be living here. That's good, too. Then she said she's going to take him to court, and I said, okay, that's okay. fine.
1: Now, um, Ms. Weick, can you prove... <laughs> I'm just curious. Can you prove when it is that you notified him that you didn't want the place? Yes. Because you I first said you first said two days later, then you said seven days later. When is it?
2: Uh, that when?
1: That doesn't tell me. Before, is it uh, one day later, two days later, eight days later? How many days or five after? Days.
2: This is about five OK, or
1: seven days. From, uh, OK. Thursday, and now Thursday, can you Tuesday, tell me when you. Days. So that's what your testimony is. And my question is, yes, when is the first time you put anything in writing? You said you sent a certified uh, letter.
2: uh, Yes, another week. Okay. I think it was on the 14th because I didn't hear from him. I couldn't catch him. So I sent a certified letter so that I would have proof that
1: I. I, Clearly, she's sending a certified letter, um, uh, Mr. Ortiz. So clearly, she's sending a certified letter on the 14th. So she, you know, it's obvious that it's before three weeks. uh, before because she, right. yeah, but either way, let me ask you a question. If you pay for rent on April 1st and then three days later, you change your mind. What would make you think uh, I, that you get your rent back for that month? Because
2: the, the $200 was the fee that I, that I felt that I should have paid. Right. But you no already pay,
1: April 1st already came and went. He can't get somebody for the month of April. April 1st already came and went. So why would you get your money back for April?
2: because when we was when me and him was talking about the contract he said he would give me time to make up my
1: mind because I did rush into uh, that. now and here's a different thing. Okay. Let me explain well, something to you. When he is looking for a yeah. tenant, he is not looking for the tenant he has to give money back to. He's <laughs> looking for the tenant he wouldn't have to give money back to. So, I right. don't think he's right. sitting around saying, "Oh, I know you're rushed, darling. Whatever you do after you give me this money and you pay for rent April 1st through April 30th. I'll, I'll just give you your money back. I won't pay bills with it. So you just take your sweet time in deciding whether you want to live here, even though rent has started ticking and the clock is. Start- that's not what the guy who's renting rooms in his house is doing. The right. guy renting rooms that, in his house that, that, needs the money. And that guy probably doesn't want to give you an out and probably never told you that you had an out. But now you're going to have why- to be proving to me that he said you can change your mind, because that's not normal. Normal is this. If you don't have a signed lease, then by default, by operation of law, it becomes, under the eyes of the state of Florida, a month-to-month tenancy, which has certain requirements for the tenant and for the landlord. Either of you can pull out the rug from the other one, but you've got to give 30 days notice.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, or 15 days notice. Uh, In your state, it happens to be 15 days notice. So if on April 15th or April 14th, you tell him that you don't want to rent for May, then you're good for May. You're not gonna be obligated to pay May. So you handled it beautifully to be able to get out of paying May on a month to month tenancy. But you're here in court saying, I know I took possession whether you physically took possession makes no difference. You were handed a key, and it's yours, and you paid. And three days later, or if, whether it's three days, three minutes, three hours, or three weeks, like he's trying to say, kind of doesn't make a difference. It's yours for April. You don't get the money back for April. You don't get to change your mind. Out of curiosity, where are you living now? I'm in Florida. I bought a house. Good for you. And you you, bought, you, bought, a yes, you bought a house? You Just a second. You bought a house. Oh, maybe that's why she changed her mind. But when did you buy the house? May 24th. Right. So what happened is you decided not to rent it. By the way, why did you decide not to rent it? The truth
2: is because the young lady that I met, I felt she was on drugs. He said she was there to clean the house. The house wasn't clean. And I just didn't feel like it would be a safe place for me.
1: I think that the reason you changed your mind is because you bought a house. Because I just heard that you bought a house a few weeks later. But... Let's say this is the reason you changed your mind, the one you just gave me. And that could be the best decision you ever made. The thing is, it it should cost you that money of April. And you want it to cost him that money because you were rash. And that's not how it works. Verdict for the defendant. Good luck, folks. Thank you.
5: Thank you. Good day. So the plaintiff loses her case. The defendant prevails. Uh, Ms. Weick? Let me ask you, what are you thinking right now? You learned you learned a lesson from the judge about renting, didn't you?
2: You know what? He came in there. He did lie about the timeframe, and you've seen that. But that's okay because you know what? There's going to be no good come from him. He's going to have bad luck with that. I wish him the best.
5: You think he's going to have bad luck? Really? Why? Yes,
2: he is because he lied.
5: Mr. Correct. Ortiz, you okay with this, Mr. Ortiz? I'm sure you're satisfied. I'm very you're happy, happy, right?
6: Yes, yes.
5: Okay, good for you. Congratulations.
6: Doug, I gotta say, especially when you rent a room in somebody's house or apartment, you've got to ask specific questions about who else may have rented a room there. If you know you have eyes wide open, as the plaintiff did in this case, you're simply out of luck. Ask questions beforehand.
1: Have either one of you made a ruling and after the case decided you made the wrong ruling?
7: Only just about... Every time I make a ruling, uh, you—you always—I think—not always—you often walk away with a little bit of self-doubt about whether you got it exactly right on the liability issue or exactly right on the damages issue. So. I think that uh, that's one of the great things about being a judge is that after the fact, you might have a chance to make it right still. You usually do. And I remember a case in particular a few years ago where I had to make a decision whether to designate someone a sexual predator under Florida law based on the offense. And I ruled one way in the courtroom and I, I slept on it for a couple of days and I came back and I changed my ruling later. And I think I got it right
1: in the end. Yeah, that is so, kind of so. the nice thing. You have do-overs, automatic do-overs yeah. when you're a judge, right. uh, pretty much.
7: Right. It's I mean, not, there's some
1: things you can't do over, like a ruling during a trial and there's yes. a jury. If you do yes. you sometimes you're it. under
7: the gun. Exactly. Right. Or, or if you're in the civil realm, you're trying to make a decision about, and I've had this come up, there's an election on Friday. Uh, and yeah. on Thursday, you've got an emergency motion to enjoin the election or to do something that's just right. gonna totally toss the thing upside down. Or I also had one where there was a prize fight, a title fight that was about, about to go on a boxing match. And one of the parties was asking me to stop the fight from going forward. Yeah, I, I As a that. manager <laughs> of one of the two fighters. Right. Right? So uh, I ended right. up not enjoining the fight. I let the fight go forward. I think it was the right decision.
3: These are the plaintiffs, Vladimir and Serafima Lunin. Serafima says they bought a pool motor from Amazon and they hired the defendant to install it. The guy installed the thing in 90 minutes. He rushed the job and the thing's crooked and leaks. The guy ruined their whole summer and they're here suing him for the $700 they paid him. This is the defendant, Mike Plodson. He says the plaintiff's pool is 40 years old and so are the pipes. He told them he couldn't move the pipes to accommodate their new motor. He did the job and left. Now they want him to come back and move the pipes for free so the motor doesn't look crooked. Sorry, he doesn't work for anybody for free. He's accused of being crooked.
0: All parties, please raise your right hands. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.
6: Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket. The plaintiffs hired the defendant to do work on their swimming pool. Says he did a terrible job. There were pipes that were crooked. They want a refund. But the defendant says the plaintiff's pool is 40 years old, for crying out loud. They didn't want to pay for the pipes to be moved, and he did a good job getting their pool running, and he owes nothing. It's the case of everybody in the pool. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Mr. and Mrs.
1: Lunin, you're suing uh, water mechanics represented here by Mr. Plotzian, the owner, and the person who actually did the work for the $700 you paid him to do the work, because according to you, the work was shoddy. Talk to me. Who wants to tell me what happened? Okay, so this what happened.
8: So we went to the local food store in Avanel, and... Uh, Unfortunately, they didn't have the, uh, the new filter. So the owner... You Mr. went to the Wally, pool
1: store to buy a filter, and then the owner what? Filter
8: and mortar. Okay. The owner said they don't have the filter, and he recommended me to go on Amazon and buy the filter from Amazon. Okay. So that's what we did. And then we went to the store back and bought the mortar from the store. Okay. I asked the owner if he knows somebody who can install it. And he goes, yes, I have a guy that works for us. He gives me this gentleman's number, and uh, he
1: goes, call him, and and he
8: will come. So you call him,
1: and he comes, and he installs a pool filter and a motor? And the motor. Okay. And you pay him, after he's done, $700, which was the quoted price. And then what happens?
8: No. It wasn't the quoted price. Oh, what was the the quoted price? He he says it's going to cost $500 and plus the material. Okay, so I agree. So when he finished the job, he said $750. I said, we were not talking about this. He goes, if you're going to pay me cash, Will go for seven
1: hundred. Right, but he would have to show you he spent two hundred dollars in materials. So did he show you that? Right,
8: he didn't show me any expense. So why'd
1: you pay him? Because he was going on vacation next. Next, I don't day. care about his vacation. If he's supposed to charge me five, and he told me he was going to charge me five, and then he says it's five plus materials, then I say show plus me the material. proof of the materials. That's not how you operate. Yeah,
8: well, listen, that's that's my fault that I didn't demand. Okay, so you material, paid him seven
1: hundred dollars, and then what happens?
8: And then he left. He did an hour and a half of work. He left. He told my husband told him that the the uh, pipes are crooked. And then I said, "Why is it crooked?" And he tells me that because the pipes are so old, if I gonna start um, putting them straight up, they gonna break. Listen, I'm sorry, Judge, but this is not a professional talking. He was supposed to tell me it's gonna look crooked, so now, the as picture. you can see the picture on the picture, everything is crooked. He went on vacation next day. he told me that he gonna uh, he's gonna come back and he's gonna come Thank and see right. what he can do so okay, he went on vacation for two weeks, according to him. So I waited for two weeks and I started sending him text messages. I sent him over 100 messages. He promised me to come and see the, what, what's wrong 25 times.
1: Let's look at the picture and explain to me what you're saying is that the white pipes are slanted, leaning right. Uh, the black parts are parts he put in or parts that he connected to his white They're parts. Uh, I should be asking him. Uh, the black parts are what, Mister? Uh, those pipes
9: are original, Your Honor. They, the they black were pipes. Okay. Do those thing.
1: are those rubber?
9: They're polyurethane.
1: All right. Do they bend?
9: They do not. They slightly, but there is fittings connected to them, and if you try to bend them, you can break those fittings underground. They don't I like how they don't again. like
1: that the that the pipes are slanted. Um, Correct,
9: and they they did not like it before I started the job. And I explained to them that we can dig it up and put new piping coming up, connect white pipe, PVC pipe, and do it all like that for a certain price. She didn't want to do that. She didn't want to Who spend the Who did you money. talk
1: to about that?
9: Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Lunan.
1: You talked to both of them and told them that That's, would, that's, that's absolutely can, can, you, a lot. can you hold on a second and not just yell out in the middle of court? Um, I, I'm having a hard time buying that, though, Mr. Platzium, because it's bothering them so much. Um, like, yes, it is. kind of,
9: I'm,
1: like, really bothering them, you know? And yes. um, I'm pretty OCD. Like, stuff will bother mm-hmm. me, you know? If, really if bother me. Too, me. I, I, you know, I've, I've checked I've into a hotel room and a little buzzing that my husband can't hear mm-hmm. forces us to pack up and move to another hotel room. So, uh, they're so messed up over it that, you know, and they're saying you never told them, yes. hey, I'm... I'm gonna install
9: it, and I was, I was, I, I was very surprised because I did s- explain to them we can make the pipe oh, straight. Their that. neighbor has. Can you prove that at all or no? No, I can't. Prove okay, that. here's what I'm not understanding. How said.
1: does it? How is this supposed to look? Like I see a. Did someone dig a hole in order to show the, me the, I, pants? the hole.
9: I guess I think I think they had somebody dig it up after I had already left.
1: So the black part is, if if that were to be leveled up again. The black part would show, right? Yes. All right. And what were you going to say? Go ahead, Mr. Uh, Podzian. About
9: $120 in sand because it's a sand filter. They they didn't buy the sand with the filter, so I picked it up for them. I I used two valves. Each one of those valves are about $100. Uh, A bunch of miscellaneous small plastic fittings. Do you
1: have the receipts for me?
9: Um, I don't have the receipts, no. Okay,
1: they've been, all right, but listen, they've been asking you for the receipts for a while, and I see in the text where they're asking you for the receipts, and you demanded payment based on receipts that you still haven't shown anybody, and now you're being sued and you're in court, and you still don't have the receipts to show me? Have you folks uh, hired a plumber to find out, like, to get? have you gotten an estimate from a plumber what it would cost to make the pipes straight? No, we didn't, because I asked Mike 100
8: times to come and take a look. Just Just
9: take a look, a person who does the job,
1: a professional. Right, Mr. Platian? you you said you would, but then you never did, did did you? you?
9: Yes, because because when I said to her, we will figure it out, you know, maybe I can charge you material, what it's going to cost me. She She said, I'm absolutely not paying for it. I don't think I should have to. And then the next time she texted me, she told me she was a lawyer. And she was going to take me to court. So,
8: what does it mean if I'm a lawyer? What does I don't it? Know. What lawyers? Sorry. Lawyers. I don't know. But what, did you tell him, him that
1: you were a lawyer? Yes, I did. <laughs> Are you a lawyer? Yes. Are you a lawyer in this country? <laughs> in in New York? Oh, no, that's, so she did tell you she was a lawyer because she is you, your a lawyer. What
9: the crime? What the crime? No,
8: judge. Listen, I I don't want to do any harm, but the the person took me for
1: an idiot.
5: But you know, the man did money. He,
1: he, you know. Why judge, would you be entitled uh, to the entire seven hundred back? The thing is installed; it's working. You've used it for a summer. Um, you paid him after he did the work. Why would you be entitled to the entire seven hundred back? As a because opposed-
8: he ruined. Because you know, honestly, I should have uh, sued him for damages. He ruined our. The, the pool was
9: green before I Why don't the you just uh, Mr. Now
1: Mr. Now Mr. Mr. Plotson? You know. I'm not talking to you right now. Yeah. I'm talking to Ms. I'm sorry. Lunen. I bothered. Ms. Ms. Lunen, why didn't you just instead of letting your summer be ruined, hire another plumber to fix the pipes and then sue him for what that cost you? That would be an accurate measure of damages. You never... Right? Like if it's going to cost you $300 to have someone else, you know, change it, fix it, address it, then that's your measure of damages. So, my question to What kind of law do you practice? criminal. That's what I did all my life. So, you know, Mm -hmm. um, but like, I kind of, that would be the measure. I know this is my fault that I didn't get an
8: estimate, but trust me, it's not, uh, it's not going to cost $300. I just want. I don't know. I don't know. I can't
1: just trust you that it's not going to cost. I have no idea what it's going to cost. I'm going to order a portion uh, I'm, I'm going to order a portion of this be returned to you. I'm ordering $400, uh, Mr. Plotsian, for you to return that. I don't think that's a professional-looking job. I, I believe that that the, the I don't. I also don't believe you when you say I told them it'd be all slanny, and they said, "Fine, I don't want. I don't want to bother to pay- t- I'm he, not buying he, any he of that." Watched, $400 verdict for the plaintiffs. Mike, this is not right, and you did
8: took me for an idiot.
5: Well, the argument continues there between the litigants. Uh, obviously, Mr. Plodson's not happy. Uh, the Lunans aren't that thrilled either. But Mr. Plodson, let me ask you, how do you respond? The judge has said you got to give back 400 bucks.
9: Well, she's a, she's a judge, not a plumber, and I don't think she understands exactly what I was saying but there's nothing I can argue about.
5: Would you agree the job doesn't really look that great because everything is kind yes, of... Yes,
9: but it, 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 didn't, it didn't look great to begin with, and I did what I was asked to do.
5: All right. Well, unfortunately, the judge has found for the plaintiffs, <laughs> and it's costing you $400. Bucks. Uh, Mr. Ms. Loonan, let me ask you, uh, how do you feel about it now? You're going to get $400, the judge says. You okay with that?
8: I feel terrible. Yeah. Because I should have had the money that I suffered the whole summer looking at this lousy job. Just oh, to they're, they're it very to upset. TV.
5: You won, won, you won upset. the lawsuit, but, but but you're not happy. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. They are getting four hundred dollars, though. They sued for seven hundred, so they're getting four hundred. Not bad.
6: I got to say the plaintiffs are lucky that they're in small claims court because the judge can do rough justice here. In courts with more jurisdiction, with more money on the line. Uh, they are not going to eyeball and estimate what the damage for repair would cost. Uh, So the plaintiffs are lucky they got what they got. Judge
1: John, how was it being the only male in a house of females, and what's the worst thing about it, and what's the best thing about it? Let's see the
7: advantages of it. um, No, I can't really think of any. (laughs) I'm sure there's a few. Well, for example, um, at least two or three times a week, I hear... A really loud voice yelling out, who took my, and just like that. Because nobody ever steals my clothes right, in the house. Because right. they just don't have any or interest my Or in my products, or my hairbrush, right. or my shampoo, or stuff. my... None of that stuff. Yeah,
1: it drives me crazy.
7: And But it's usually you that's yelling That's too, right. Going, who stole my, <laughs> walking out under the landing of the stairs yelling, <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out who took your stuff.
1: Everyone come right. out to the landing right now, and everybody has right. to come out of their, <laughs> their bedrooms.
7: Right, right. No. But you know, I have three, three daughters, a, a female dog. And a wife who's got a very deep voice. Sometimes people call on the phone. They're really not sure, <laughs> right? Have, Marilyn, have you ever been mistaken for a man? No, have you? <laughs> uh, that was just a layup. That's just like low-lying fruit. No, have
3: you? I'll get you for that. This is the plate of Maxine Taylor. Tanya Isaac Taylor is here representing her 90-year-old mother and says the defendant did a jerry curl on her hair and did a horrible job. The woman doesn't have the ability to fix it, and she's here suing for the $1,575 the defendant refuses to refund her. This is the defendant, Beverly Fox. She says she doesn't owe the plaintiff a refund. She did the mom's hair. It looked perfect when she left the salon. And she's happy to do her hair again, but she needs to be paid for it because she doesn't work for free. She's accused of a hair catastrophe.
6: All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff went to the defendant to get a jerry curl from the so-called defendant, who was a professional hairdresser, Sounds says like did a two ha- two terrible two job two and two wants two her money back. But the defendant says the plaintiff's uh, hair looked perfect when she left session, the salon. The she has no idea why the woman suddenly decided her hair doesn't look good. It's the case of a real bad Thank hair day. You, Thank you, Douglas.
1: Okay, Ms. Taylor, you are suing Ms. Fox for $1,575 that you say she owes over a bad jerry curl. And Ms. Tanya Taylor, you're her daughter, and you uh, would like to have permission to tell the story because your mother is
10: 90 years old, correct? Yes, Your Honor. On July 22nd, I took my mother to the J&W in Lancaster, California for Mrs. Fox to give her a jerry curl. And at the end of the processing, which Mrs. Fox stated that uh, she did not want to cut her hair because I requested to cut the ends of the hair and she said it would be uneven. So we left and went home. Uh, Around the 24th of July, I noticed that her hair Uh, It was starting, it had begun to look stringy even before we left. That's why I requested her to cut it. So I text Mrs. Fox and asked her, can you take a look at my mother's hair? And Mrs. Fox responded, I can cut her ends when I get back. Okay. And No problem.
1: So you had, let me just back up a second. When your mom was there, she paid how much money? $75, your honor. And that was for the jerry curl? That was for the jerry curl and the cutting as well. But then why would you pay for a cut if there if there wasn't a cut that day? That's why it sounds to me like it was only for the jerry curl.
10: For the jerry curl and with the cut, because this is what she did before.
1: Because on a prior occasion you paid seventy five dollars and got a cut?
10: Yes, Your Honor.
1: Okay. So now you call her you text her that you want to bring your mom in because it's looking
10: stringy and what does she say? Basically she can cut her hair when she gets back and there's no problem and there was no mention of a fee, Your Honor.
1: Okay, then she comes back from whatever vacation it is and then she tells you, according to you, for the first time that it'll be $15 to cut her hair.
10: Yes, Your Honor, that is correct.
1: And instead of paying $15 and having your mom's hair cut, you paid $50 to file a case in court to sue for $1,575.
10: is correct. Okay, why, though? <laughs> Well, basically, because in the beginning when Mrs. Fox started to do her hair, there was never a mention of any other fee until after she returned from her vacation and stated that this is going to be the price now. That's why I'm quoting it to you now. Well, you never said that the first time you did it at the beginning of the year, nor did you say it when we were in the shop to get her hair done the second time.
1: Right. But so then why aren't you suing for $15 haircut that you feel you were cheated out of? Instead of suing for $15, you're suing for 1575 How does a $15 case become 1575
10: Because my mother suffered through waiting for her. And she basically would not even respond. I texted this woman three times. Okay. Ms. Fox, let's go yeah.
11: to you. What's going on here? She came to the shop on that day. July 22nd, an hour and a half late. That means her time was running into my next client's time. Okay, I did the process. I did her jerry curl. Everything was fine. Tanya stayed there the whole time. So at the end of the process, she said her ends need to be good. I I can just clip those ends. I said, no, you just can't clip them like that. You're going to make it uneven. So she left the shop. On So uh, I'm not sure what you're July. saying that you
1: ran out of time to do a haircut.
11: No, I didn't run out of time. She was running into my next client. Right? Because no, she I mean an hour you, and a half. I, late. No, no,
1: I I, 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 don't mean it's your fault you ran out of time. I mean, are you saying that okay. because they were late, you ran out of time, and otherwise you would have given her a haircut?
11: Um, maybe so, but I still would have charged her this time, the okay. fifteen dollars. Why does she, she think that
1: haircuts came, are free if the Jerry, the Jerry, seven? Okay, but according to her, you you gave her a free haircut one time or something. What, What happened there?
11: At the beginning, at the very beginning, I said, I'll go ahead and do it this time because I wanted them to be a repeated client. So I went on ahead and clipped the ends without charging them that time. So the next time she came to get her jerry curl done, nothing was wrong. She left the shop. Now, this is the third time that I did it on July 22nd. By this time, her ends need to be clipped again. So yes, she did text me um, while I was on vacation and I did respond to her and say, I will take care of it when I get off vacation. And we were going back and forth with the text messages. I said, it's gonna be $15 to cut her ends and by now she needs a shampoo, which is $25. That's the that's a, that's, that's a old jerry curl. That's, that's, that's old. Those are from the very first one.
1: Okay, but this is a picture attached to this text that says, the new growth looks unprocessed, to which you answer, I can cut her ends when I get back, no problem. And uh, July 29, what dates can we come back from mom's hair? And you say you're on vacation. That does look like the last time. In any event, just answer something
11: for me. How much do you charge for a jerry curl? I charge 75 and up. But Tanya kept bullying me. She kept trying to bully me. We'll just talk about it, you know, when I come in. No, we're not going to talk about it when you come in. We're going to talk about it on the, over the phone now or the text message. You know, that's why I told her. Well, I'm just going to, you know, by this time we're calling each other, talking to each other over the phone. I'll just be at your shop tomorrow.
1: And so she goes to the shop, and what happens?
11: She came in, and she just stared at me. And I said, hi, Tanya. And then she <gasps> mumbled Hi. And then she goes back out and she gets her mother and they come in the shop and they sit there for about a good 40 minutes and I'm working on another client and the shop is full of clients and operators. So when she seen me just about finished with my next client, she goes, Beverly, can I talk to you for a minute? And I said, no. And then she was like, well, I sit here and I'll talk to you. And then she started rambling off about her mother wasn't pleased and she ain't pleased. And you said this, and she was just rumbling off on a bunch of stuff. And she asked me for my, uh, my license number, and I told her no again. <laughs> and she kept going, and she was getting louder and louder and louder. So by this time, the owner of the shop came in the front, and he talks to her, and he asks her to leave.
1: All righty. I think I've got it. Um, so, Ms. Taylor, did you, in fact, actually pay $50 to file this case over $15? Yes. Really? Why? Because it's not about the, the question, it's about the $15, it's about the principal? It's about the principal, exactly. I love May small May I say claims. something, Your Honor? I just love small May claims because it is never about the money. <laughs> it is always right, about I the principle. I, coming, I love it.
10: Yes, I, yes, I live Your for the Honor. moment, uh, Tanya Taylor. Go ahead. Your Honor, when she was stating that she did her hair, and if you, you notice when she gave her testimony, she said she fixed it, and this was the third time. And she is correct, because when she did it the first time, I had to bring her back and she completely redid the process. So she is leaving that out. Ms. Taylor, what am I supposed to glean
1: from that? Because you obviously brought your mother back two more times after that. So it didn't bother you. But, um, you know, she doesn't work for free. And just because she threw in a haircut one time uh, doesn't mean that she has to throw it in all the time. Do you have any evidence that a jerry curl costs less than seventy five dollars?
10: Well, there are, I don't have evidence per se from other stylists, but generally when you give a style to a senior, I have talked to other stylists from different stylists from LA to Lancaster and they would charge her $55 and her fee is her fee of 75, but that included all the processing of the style.
1: Sure, all the processing of the style, that's not a haircut though, that's separate. You're talking to somebody who gets her hair done all the time. You pay for each service. So you have to pay the fifteen dollars well, well, for a haircut. There's a, you have no
10: evidence that it was included in the seventy five dollars. Well, Your Honor, she stated in her text that basically it would be no problem to cut. Her is, head. Of course it's and no problem. No you rent just rent. gotta
1: pay the fifteen dollars. That all. doesn't mean it's free.
10: But she didn't say that, Your Honor, at in the beginning. She said that when she okay. returned from her Miss Taylor, I
1: am ruling in favor of Miss Fox in this case. Good luck.
6: So these cases are interesting because um, it really has to do with whether a hairdresser did a professional job. If you think that your hairdresser didn't, the key is taking photos immediately. And if it's okay the first day and then starts to unravel, take photos as soon as you see the problem. The longer you wait, the more it's gonna look like it's on you and not on the hairdresser.
1: Which one of you asked the other on a date first? It was me.
7: Who asked you on a date first, right? That's the way I remember it. Wait, you're asking me?
1: Are, are, you, are you answering <laughs> no, no. the question no, or are you asking look, look, me? Look,
7: we were, we were introduced at this bar called Firehouse 4 uh-huh. by our friend Dan Gelber, our mutual friend, who's now the mayor of Miami Beach, right?
1: Yeah, he and, kind of takes credit for it, but it was more like this, Dan, Dan, yeah, yeah. introduce me to that guy. Right, Dan, right, Dan, Dan, man. what? Oh, okay. Marilyn John, and they walked off. And then but, I got around
7: to asking you out uh, a couple month and a half later, a couple months later. Uh-huh. Is that about right? Yeah, that sounds right. That's where I'm at.
1: But I also remember that I kept one. People kept sending me messages and I kept saying, why doesn't he just ask me out? Well, <laughs> it was you know, like fourth
7: grade. Right, yeah, it was. Notes. It was like
1: fourth grade. I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand. Why isn't <laughs> he asking me out? Well, right. he's terminating a long distance relationship. Right. And so he needs to have time to fly over there right. to term And right. he doesn't want to ask. I'm like, right. I don't care. You know, right. and, and they're like, no, right. no. And that, that's exactly what you did. You waited right. until. Yeah. yeah you made like me that. wait like a month and a half half and i i totally would have been fine with it right and then and then to much
7: to my surprise i had no idea that you had just finished a relationship of like five or six years with one of my teammates on the next league basketball game well you know
1: know. do a better background investigation i didn't bet
7: all these guys i didn't know (laughs) i just played hoop with them i didn't really know